Yeah, yeah. Um, that sucks. Really poor, like. I don't know. Numbers. I I have read all of that series, um, and like I quite enjoyed it. But I don't know if I could go back to it and still enjoy it. I've never read. I always thought about like. I feel like Brian K. Vaughan's series are a bit of a time. I feel like we're coming saga. out of it. Saga's probably his best. Oh, we're rolling. Oh, oh. <laughs> Another classic opening. Fuck. Hello, everyone. I'm Joe. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Pressing Issues. Cozy edition again. Cozy edition. We're back. We're in um, Joe's my house. house this time. Cheers. We've left the, the cold con- confines of the of the studio and we're in my nice... Com- I'm on my couch. I'm in my Ugg boots. Yeah. Sipping on what, a beer. Watch this in this... Again, audio medium. Watch this. Shoes are off. Wow. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's mad. That's awesome. Shoes are off. I'm comfy. Wow. No one's listening now. Um, (laughs) We continue to hemorrhage listeners. We continue to. I also introduced myself and you did not introduce yourself. Sorry, I'm Ro Rowan. Well, one of the things I realized last episode. My name is not Ro Rowan. It's Rowan. (laughs) Can be short to Ro. (laughs) Rowan Grover. Oh, what a mess. Um, I introduced my full name, so I actually one up to you. My name is Joseph Carey Brown. How's that? Too much information. Too much. No one wants that. Everyone hates it. Um, <laughs> Hemorrhaging. You know, what, I me- what I realized the other day is that like, so we recorded an episode last week and <clears> we were both very diligent about like, oh, we really need to, you know, we've got all these. Because we're in the studio. We're in the studio. We're being so professional. Like we've got to reintroduce the podcast and we did not reintroduce ourselves. Ah, oh, I'm Rowan. I re-listened to it and we, <laughs> we are nameless. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't introduce ourselves ever. We introduce Cohen a lot because Cohen's the best. But we don't introduce ourselves. That's really funny. I listened to like the first 10 minutes of that episode twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't pick that one up. Hey, yeah, I'm Rowan. That's Joe. I'm Joe. And this is Pressing Issues. This Pressing is the comic issues. book pod- podcast where we take two series or two issues or two runs uh, based on a theme and we press them together. We do mini series. We like to kind of pick things. Um, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But this is our second mini series. This is Comics Go Hollywood. And as established last episode, this is... And as established in Pressing Issues Law on the Wikia. On the Wikia, yep. Uh, Maybe it exists now. Who knows? I'm just going to keep putting it out there until one day. Someone will make it. Yeah. Not me. Bryce, I know you have hey. COVID. You're not doing anything. <laughs> Except he's not going to be for two more weeks. That's fine. He might get it again. I don't know. <laughs> don't wish that on your brother. <laughs> That's so mean. He's having such a chill time. He's, anyway, he's sorry, not. Bryce. He wants Beastie God Boys, bless. R- Beastie Boys style rap to get cool again. He was listening to it this afternoon. Cohen was. Beastie Boys. Yeah. It's so good. Do you know the thing is? Still cool. Always has been cool. Never was out of, never was out of vogue. Cooler now than ever. And that's the most 30-year-old thing I'll say <laughs> <laughs> like all week, apart from my knees hurt, <laughs> which I say on a daily basis. Oh, uh, Joe Brown update. Joe Brown deadlifted this afternoon. No, I didn't. I squatted. Sorry. That I don't know the squ- difference. I don't care. Squat. <laughs> yes, my Chad activity for the day was... <laughs> to balance out his nerd activity. Because I spent all morning reading comics for this fucking podcast. Whoa! Hey, no, I loved it. I loved every second of it. But I realized I was like, oh, I need to do a Chad activity. So, I went to the gym. Um, Did you yes. listen to some Rage Against the Machine in the background or like Breaking Benjamin or... No, I listened to a band called Every Time I Die. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. One of my favorite bands. Um, how did we get onto this? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, oh, miniseries. Miniseries. But yes, as established, 
This is a mini mini. This is a mini within the mini. Yeah, this is. Yeah, can you go to get the um, whole thing? Pressing issues podcast colon. Uh, comics go Hollywood. Uh, colon. Colon. Row. No, a, no, no. Part two. Part two. Colon. Yeah, please prompt me through this. Predator. Predator. <laughs> Wait, did we say? Oh, did we no. say horror. Sorry, the horror trilogy. Oh fuck me. The horror trilogy. This is a bin of an episode Ro- already. Roby. Roby. Predator. We're doing Predator. All right, we're doing Predator. Predator. Uh, Predator. Get to the chopper. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> it was weird. We in like this was not intentional. We inadvertently <clears throat> have done um, so many Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. movies in this. <laughs> yeah, one. I know. We just completely like um, inadvertently we just picked movies that we were like this. Would be, I think the comics would be really good, and then we looked at it. And we're like, oh fuck, that's three Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, movies. And you know what? He's good in all of them. He is really good in all of them. <laughs> he really is. Um, God bless. God bless. But Predator, yes, Predator is the 1987 film directed by John McTiernan, uh, written by Jim and John Thomas. So but this that's... is kind of like this was Schwarzenegger kind of. Really starting to become. This is like he's in his prime as an action star. Yeah, and he's about to kind of like skyrocket because like early nineties is when he everyone he becomes like a household name. Yeah, but this is like. Well, he's at this point. He's done Terminator. He's done Conan. Conan, as yeah, established. Conan in the he uh, might have done podcast Conan, He might have done Conan while he was doing Conan. Maybe yeah. Hey, who knows? Um. Uh. So yeah, he's he's been around the block. He has. Uh, and Predator was. A fun 80s action movie. Where he plays Dutch Schaefer. Dutch Schaefer. Yeah. <laughs> that was off the top of the dome. That was nice. That Thanks. was good. Thank you. There was that, the best thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger, and this is again like the most recycled take. Yeah. That's is fine. That, is that he is a big Austrian man, a real American hero. <laughs> yeah. And everyone is always like, yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger, our American hero. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you get into Even all- though he's quite clearly not American. Like, clearly not American. And then you, when you get into all of his, like, um, uh, comedies that he does mm. in the, like, early 90s. Where the he's Parent just like, Trap. I'm then. just the Parent Trap. What am I thinking of? That's Lindsay Lohan. Sorry, what am I thinking of? You thinking about Junior? Mm, maybe. You thinking about... Um, Twins? I don't know, man. Thinking about Kindergarten Cop. Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, I, am I am. I am thinking um, about Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. Uh, Shame when on he, me. But when he's just like, yes, I am a normal American man. And you're like, <laughs> what? Why is nobody like... Everyone's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's one where he's... It's called Jingle All The Way where he goes like, yes, I am a normal businessman. I need this toy for my son. And, and I'm surprised everyone's not just going like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> Why are you so big? Why are you so big? <laughs> um, so that's why, like, what is so good about Terminator and Predator, Predator. And Predator yeah. is like, oh, let's use him as the biggest man alive. Like, yeah. he has to be a giant person. Yes, because he is, and he was the biggest person. He was, and then he was the biggest movie star. It's true. Um, but yeah, Predator had several, uh, three direct sequels: Predator Two, Predators, and The Predator. And mm. he was also in like the Alien v- AVP, which we... AVP. AVP. Great. Um, great acronym. Great acronym. Hey, that's a little spoiler for one of the comics we're talking about. Um, but it's... He... The Predator is a monster. It's it's a, an intergalactic warrior. The race called the, the Yautja, I believe. Oh, God, yeah. So, you're going to... That one I pulled out of the dome as well. Nice. You're better than me. 
Um, that but, one I actually that was like ambient knowledge that I had gained. That was just floating around yeah. that you just like, before I'd out. done any research for this podcast. I was like, yes, I know. I know. God, everyone knows. Everyone knows that predators are the Yautja race, spelt Y A U T J A. For clarity, thanks so. for clarifying. I was really sitting on the edge of my seat on that one. You're not. You're oh, right in the corner different. of the lounge. But anyway, so yeah, like most. Uh, of these kind of like genre flicks. Most of its peers at the time. It got picked up and it got um, comicized, comic, comicized, comic, comics, comics. It got the it professional got term, into, yeah. Yeah, it got turned into comics. Mm. I'm Smartman. Um, Smartman Joe. Smartman Joe. And so we're going to be talking about two of those comics today. Uh, little, uh, a bit of a strange one, I think we picked. I think we've like, we've been pretty good. And again, like, this is me every episode being like, oh, we, do, we picked the comics really well. But, we did, but we do. But and we normally, do. normally we get two like they have similarities. Like they've got kind of like fairly distinct, you know, style. Like we don't structures. We, we, and yeah, we themes. never really kind of like veer wildly out of left field. I think. The, I, like, I don't think we are. I think Aliens was maybe the like. The, yeah, that was the, when like, you were like, "What if we did?" S- and that was all me. DC with oh, Aliens. I, I was like, "No." Yeah, you were like, "No, no way, way. you weirdo." <laughs> So this, um, yeah, these choices really, I think, kind of reflect the malleability of Predator and these kind of 80s action horror icons as a whole as well. Totally. Well, because also, like, th- that's what the movies did. Like, yeah. this first one is a, like, the first movie is a war movie. It's set in the Central American jungle. Yeah. And then the second one is, like, a, it's a gritty cop drama with... Um, oh, I haven't seen the second one. With, uh, oh, God, Danny, with Danny Glover. Great. Like, and set in New York. Like, it's... it's Like this comic. Like this comic. One of the comics. One of the comics. But, like, it's... Again, it's just this thing of, like, what if we did a genre film and we just threw a predator in it? Yeah, like, and what that, that kind of builds off my kind of thesis statement for Predator as a franchise. Do you want to get into the comics we're talking about or talk I about... Hear you. I want to hear your thesis statement. All right. Lay it so- down front. Let's just... Then you can spend the whole episode, like, building an argument for your thesis. So... My kind of idea on what makes a Predator text, because we are talking about multimedia here. That's true. Um, is that the Predator texts always start in Act 2, in, in media's res, of like an ongoing conflict already. There has yeah. to be something, something completely irrelevant to a Predator going on. And then to make it a Predator text, the Predator comes in and completely shifts the movie to another direction. Yeah. And that's one of the key elements. That might be the smartest thing that we've had on this podcast so far, I think. Thank you. And I think that's also really true and very emblematic of... um, Sorry, I think our pizza has arrived. One moment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's face. What? What? Why is it so funny? Yeah, fair <laughs> oh, enough. Oh, no. We'll, have to, we'll trim some of it, surely. No, yeah. God, God, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Rowan's lying down. Loosest Aussie bloke. 
Now that's podcasting. So true. Um, fuck me. <laughs> we haven't fucking told them what comics we're doing. Why? Why are you crying? What comics are we covering today, Rowan? So, I'm glad you asked, Joe. <laughs> it's good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. Say it, say it. <laughs> the comics that we're talking about, the Predator comics that we're talking about, um, spoiler alert, but it is in the episode title, but nonetheless. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Get to the I'm sorry. Point. Okay. So, the first one we're talking about is Predator Concrete Jungle, released in 1989 and 1990. Um, this was the first licensed Predator comic, written by Mark Verheiden, illustrated by Chris Warner and Ron Randall, inked by Sam De La Rosa and Randy Emberlin, coloured by Chris Chalinor, lettered by J. David Jackson and Jim Massara. There's a lot of credits on that one. Mm. It's a dense comic. Yeah. Um, it, it is pretty indicative of the industry at the time, where they're just like, we've got to get shit out, just hire more people. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're all on, like, the tightest of... Like, Dark Horse have them all on unbelievably tight turnarounds. Yeah, this is another Dark Horse published comic. Which is something, like, I wanted to kind of bring up as well. was was just, like, Dark Horse somehow swooped in at some moment and picked up all of these licenses for... Yeah. I, like, it must have been... They must have been dirt cheap. That's the yeah. only way. Like, yeah. why... Now, guess, all around the, the same time as well. This yeah. this is like the time when Dark Horse started as a company, and they had like a couple. Let's let's get into the history of it. They had a couple of superhero comics, most notably Hellboy, mm. um, which has been the only one that's really lasted from that time. Um, a couple of other bits and pieces, but um, and then yeah, all these licensed properties like Star Wars and Predator and um, Terminator. But but we'll we'll get spoiler, into that. We'll get to that someday. And yeah, they all kind of like, all of these comics are coming out in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Like, they're all coming out of the height, like, kind of the height of these properties. Yeah, the action horror boom. And it's just, I, what I find so interesting, and I'm sure there is kind of, I could do some research, but like, what I find so interesting is that why the big two didn't pick any of them up. Well, Marvel had. Marvel had Star Wars. And Conan. That's true. And I guess, oh, well, I guess more now that I think about it, like, they were, I think they were just doubling down on their properties their at properties, that time. Yeah. Because, yeah, like 1990, X-Men been... was such a lucrative franchise. So, yeah. they were like, we've got to do more of this. Fuck all this other expensive stuff. But, like, yeah, it just feels like there was money to be made. And they... But I guess in terms of, like, brand as well. It was also kind of like, like... Predator and Aliens and Terminator weren't exactly screaming no. Marvel DC. And the Star Wars license at that time, like, the last Star Wars movie had come out nearly a decade ago at that point so yeah you know it's not a disney owned property at that time it's not super hot property no oh well, 90s when, when did know. when did like there were video Return, games when did stuff. return of the jedi come out 84 yeah so yeah there's still a while ago though. yeah but anyway so we 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 we've, we've talked a lot of dark horse and we will talk a lot of dark horse yeah, to come for a while um interesting fact predator concrete jungle is also uh, a video game yeah, and a random tie-in fact: that video game is written by Rowan's favorite Grant Morrison, in what I can assume is the most like, "Oh, we need a writer. We'll get Grant Morrison." And Grant was like, "All right, how much money are you going to give me?" Well, I wonder how much they got like they got paid at that point. 
Surely. 2005, I think it came out. That's that's some pretty big money, I think. Is it based if, on this comic? Li- listeners. No, I think it's a different story. Listeners, if you have a copy of this video game, please give it to me. Yeah, that's true. I want to play this Grant Morrison Predator game. It's just so funny because, like, Concrete Jungle makes total sense in terms of, like, the next title that you would give it because Predator is such a jungle movie. Yeah. And they do that in Predator 2 when they take him to Los Angeles. Yeah. But, like, where would he go? What's the next, like, thing for him to overcome? The concrete jungle of New York City. And this is, so it makes yeah. sense that, like, 2005, they're like, we need to make a video game. Fuck it. Just call it Concrete Jungle again. <laughs> it's a cool name. It's a cool name. Just, sh- we'll figure it out later. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah. The second comic, to really swerve, to really lean on that, how malleable these protagonists are. Is uh, Archie versus Predator? Archie, you know, you know him. You know Archie, he's Archie from Riverdale. He's the redhead. Archie, he's beloved by all. He is, and now he's hot. He is hot. Um, hot Archie on on TV. Yeah, this was released in 2015. Dark Horse again, uh, written by Alex DeCampi, illustrated by Fernando Rui, inked by Rich Kozlowski, coloured by Jason Millet, and lettered by John Workman. Can I say, like? Truly excellent lettering in this comic. Oh, yeah. I really, like, the first thing I noticed was, like, that's some great lettering. It, it um, goes with the theme of, like, how this is not... This is an like Archie versus Predator comic, but in the Archie House style, well, which has these a, very a, dynamic kind of... It is released by Dark Horse, but it's a co-production with... It's a co-production with the Archie Comics, like, company. Archie, Archie Publications. Who also published Sonic Comics. Do they? Hot take. I don't know if they do anymore, but at one stage they did. Sonic the damn hedgehog. This is just more... We, we're going to do Comics Go Hollywood too. Oh, mate, oh that's a Comics Go comics like, video, video games. games. Yeah, baby. We'll Hell get yeah. there. Hell yeah. Cohen? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, tag that for future. Um, so, yeah, the kind of... Let's run through the plots of these. So, Predator Concrete Jungle. Um, it's... It's like the Predator movie. It's like the Predator <laughs> but it's movie. in the city. Yeah. <laughs> it literally stars the brother of Dutch, but his name... He's referred to as Schaefer, which is their last name. I believe his name is John. Yeah. John Schaefer. Detective John Schaefer. Schaefer. Who is also a bodybuilder. <laughs> he's also a very large man who <laughs> seems to also have some sort of like military training. Yeah. Um, well, actually... Basically... basically can, can I chip in yeah, for a little you second? you can chip in for a minute. The original pitch for this comic was... As a sequel, direct sequel to the movie involving Dutch. Oh, really? He might have, uh, as like he'd finished up with all the stuff that happened in the movie and he joined the police force. But then they were like, no, you can't do that. We've got plans. So they were like, well, well, it's his brother. Because Predator 2 comes out literally the same year. Yeah. Predator comes out 1990. Um, Anyway, shoot. I just wanted to include that. So it's kind of like a hard boiled cop drama, it's a bit of a war story it's this kind of weird mismatch so basically two so detectives it, it does do the the thesis of there is an ongoing yeah we we open on two detectives in the on, on the murder beat yeah um in the middle of the hottest summer in new york history or something oh boy oh boy um eating a lot of oh boy or is that a yeah is that <laughs> no a no that's a different one okay, i read so many comics today um <laughs> and they're on the hunt for Drug deals. They're in the middle of a drug war. Yeah. And then the drug war is interrupted by a killing spree from the Predator. The Predator. One the of the Predators. predators. 
Um, from there, Predator kills some more, kills some like investment bankers and mm. these detectives, mainly Shafe, are becoming obsessed. Uh, Shafe ends up... Uh, he goes to the jungle. He goes to the jungle to find out what happens he, to he his brother. He leaves the concrete jungle to go to the jungle to jungle. To the real, real jungle. Yeah. Finds out what happens to his brother, is is kind of taken in by the army, takes down the Medellin, um drug <laughs> cartel while he's there. Yeah. Just on the sideline. Yeah. Um, and then it's revealed that the predators... They're invading. Are launching an invasion. That's because his, uh, his best bud, his partner in crime... Rash. Rash. Uh, puts on the Predator helmet. <laughs> yeah, and can see all the ships in the sky. So yeah. then they join up with the drug dealers and they fight the Predators. Yeah. And it's... That's it. It's that's, good. that's the whole plot. It, the, the, the twist, I guess, is that once it gets to full-scale war, the Predators are like, eh, this isn't really our vibe. Yeah, they're not... <laughs> they're not like war not, warriors. No, they're sport They're hunters, hunters. for sport, yeah. Which and is a... It's a cool twist. It is a cool twist. And it's the whole like kind of point of... This whole um, comic is kind of like the morality of like what hunting, hunting for sport versus hunting because you enjoy killing. Yeah, it's kind of that like comparison, like that very eighties horror movie comparison of like who are the real villains, you know? Yeah, because you've got the kind of drug cartel in the background who kind of are more involved of like hunting for not honorable purposes. Yeah. Um, so that's the plot of Concrete Jungle. And then we've got Archie versus Predator. Which I'm like, I don't know if we can summarize it. A lot happens in this comic. Weirdly plotty. Um, <laughs> yeah. The kind of rundown is that... So building off the thesis again, there is... The gang go on f- on spring break. Yeah, they go on spring break. There is... An ancient tomb that yeah. Betty uncovers a secret um, knife... Yeah. Accidentally kind of puts a curse Pre- on... Pre-Columbian knife. Puts a curse on um, Cheryl and Veronica. Yeah. Uh, and then the Predator is also there. Kills Cheryl and uh, the other guy. Yeah, the, the and jock. Then f- and then follows them all back to Riverdale and picks them off all one by one. Well, um, there, there's a couple more kills when they're having the beauty contest on the island. No, it's just Cheryl and the guy. Is it? Oh, yeah. okay. And then the rest of the kills come when they go back to Riverdale. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> they take refuge in their high school... And, uh, and they jack jack up Archie. Well, you just jumped so many steps. They Did they I? go yeah they go to then they go to the lodges. Okay. Um, me. Uh, Spoiler alert. They go to Sabrina to figure oh, out what yeah. the curse is. <laughs> Predator kills Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, this comic is insane. A lot happens. Um, it's revealed that it's a teenage predator. <laughs> it is a teenage predator that has some sort of infatuation with Betty. Yeah. Uh, they who wouldn't Archie I guess? dies. There's a but then Archie comes back. Yeah. Oh, the this episode's a mess. But basically, it's like the whole thing is it's not... The plot is not important, this one. This, this is, is vibes. This is a vibes <laughs> comic. And the vibe is... what it, So, what the, his, it, what the history it? of these Archies versus was that they had done one... Yeah, because they talked about this in the forward. In the forward. They've done, they'd done one previously and it had been such a success that the Archie publications was like, no, this is a fun thing to do. Yeah. And they were pushing Archie in new directions because this came out in 2015. Yeah. This is, might be the newest comic we've ever covered. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, and so they had their kind of like big pitch meeting and they decided to do Archie versus Predator. But the big decision they did was 
they wanted to do it in the art style of yeah, Archie. Rather than adapt it to a more... Which is uh, what they've normally done. Yeah, in- because I think prior, just prior to this, they had done uh, Afterlife with Archie. Yeah, where he's a zombie. Yeah, and that was in a very kind of pulpy... 70s horror kind of style with these like really lush inks and like dark coloring. That's a Francesco friend, Cavia joint, whose yeah. art is worth looking up if you don't know it. Um, but yeah, so they were like, no, we'll do the complete opposite. We'll bring it, we'll bring this other alien property to the Archie universe and see how it functions in here. Yeah. And so the- that quite literally builds off the statement of there's a whole arch universe going in here that was going somewhere. Yeah. But then they drop the predator in. They dro- and they just literally drop him in. Yeah. Like there's no indication of how he got it's loosely implied that um Predators have always been there. Yeah, well like it's kind of <laughs> yeah. loosely implied that this might be some sort of sequel to the main predator like film, yeah, because they talk about how like this is actually a government conspiracy. Veronica's um, father talks Veronica's about f- that. I think no, like some army man, yeah. some uncle of Jugheads or whatever. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, again, I kind of I read this and I was like, I have no idea what's going on. The, but- the thing about this is that it's it's fantastic. It's really sharply written, but there are so many zingers on like every panel that it kind yeah. of it steams rolls you a bit and you're like you're just kind of constantly it's kind of like a lot like, it is a lot it's really good it's just there's so much going on and there's we- so many like little references to predator and like pop culture as a whole it's so beautifully tongue-in-cheek without being like it never overstays its welcome no because because it's moving at such a Balls at such a to pace. The pace, yeah, and, and, and then at the end, they they Archie died, but they turned the predator into Archie. Into Archie, yeah. It's, and they just like see ya. Um, they leave it there. Yeah. God, I don't even know where to start with these ones. Then, um, <laughs> yeah. well, this is weird because like, yeah, normally we would do comparisons, but like, it's so hard to compare these two. Well, that's all right. We can get into. Back to um, concrete jungle. Back to concrete jungle. Yeah, let's let's move back for a second. What okay. are the ways in which that comic does the predator beats? Well, let's establish what are the predator beats. We, but, we've we've said what you've done with your yeah. We've done the thesis statement, but there's other elements as well. I think where you've got um, there's got to be someone's head ripped out with their spine attached. Yep. There's got to be some infrared shit going on. Yep. There's got to be some skinnings. Got to be some skinnings. Um, there's got to be a bit where someone says, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yep. This might be the weirdest thing for my neighbours to hear. I hope they don't. <laughs> I hope that no one can hear us. That's fine. Um, yeah. And, the, and then there's got to be a kind of a moment of realisation where everyone goes, oh, it's because we've got a weapon that they're, yeah. that they're hunting us. If we drop the weapon, then we're all good. But then circumstances kind of lead that they have to pick the weapon back up. Yeah. So, which the, the the predator forces the hunt. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah, basically. Um, there are so many elements in this that I think just take directly from the the movie as well. Mm. Like that scene in the movie where they just way laced lay waste. Yeah. When when yeah, when the To the, to the jungle, when they just fire willy nilly. Yeah. And then they've got that here with the um when they've got the drug dealers, the two warring drug dealing uh Cartels just absolutely launching into the city skyline because they maybe saw a predator. Yeah, and then the predator murders them all. Um, I do think it's uh, it, it kind of funny and really interesting that they 
go to such an effort to market this comic as Concrete Jungle. And then immediately send John Schaefer yeah. to the jungle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because they put him in buildings and stuff and they're like, oh. Yeah. But I think... Like- Visually, it's just not that exciting. And I think Chris Warner, the artist, has such a flair for detail and wants to be challenged that he was... I feel like there was a suggestion in there where he was like, I can, I can just put them in the jungle. So, I read two Chris Warner comics today. Yeah, we'll get into the, we'll other, get one into the other one someday. In two weeks. Um, what? Uh but I really like him. Yeah, he's he's really got like, he's like a very, he's got that 90s style. I was going to say it's the 80s style. I think it's a very transitional style yeah. into the 90s because it has, it's like really well done and it's not complete style over substance like the 90s kind of tended to be. Because um, there is a lot of, just just the way that, People are drawn, interacting with the backgrounds, the way that like kind of physique and the human form is exaggerated, but it still operates, you know, within mm. a reasonable context, I guess. Yeah. But I also think it's like, is this transitional stage because it's also sitting within a very um, classic panel structure. Like this does not deviate in it, terms it of... It does deviate at times. I'm, I'm looking at this page right now. Where they've got things like the predator being knocked out of a panel structure, things like that. Mm. It's not crazy deviation. Yeah. But it's like, it's exciting to make it feel more modern than like a Marvel 80s Thor yeah. comic, I would what say. I think, what I think really like pushes this over the edge is the, um, the colouring. Yeah. I love the colouring in it's, this. Well, because it's also just so much fun because you get to be, the colourist gets to be like, oh, so it's, so it's a lot of blood. Like a lot yeah. of... And then they... Um, I'm sorry, I've forgotten the colourist name. Um but they get to play with, like, the heat. Coloured by Chris Chalinor. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Um, but the, the, the infrared visions. The infrared vision, but also the heat of the city. Like, yeah, this it, idea it that does it's feel like hot, a sweaty city. Sweaty city, and it's got this bright red, like, deep blood just spattered everywhere. Um, they play with shadow so well. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's got all the kind of, like, yeah, the bit where all the that you'd expect from a from an eighties comic. The panel with the drug cartel all strung up is like fantastic silhouette and like red flashes. Mm. Which that that that's amazing because it kind of gives you that indication that this is in the city with cops flying around everywhere. Yeah. Because there's no indication of a red light, but you know, that's because of a cop car passing in the window. And all the backgrounds as well. How backgrounds you... are good. Oh god. Yeah, so Chris Warner is great. And I guess kind of the biggest part of this comic is that, you know, uh, another kind of key element of these horror movies as a whole, but also Predator movies, is that you got to have a bit of build-up to build the tension before you drop the Predator in. Yeah. Um, and you've got these kind of really big macho action guys, and you're like, damn, these guys are big. These are big boys. <laughs> but then you drop the what Predator the- in. Yeah, and he's the And he's like boy. three times the size. Yeah. But then they play with expectation as well because we've got um, Shafe in the jungle mm. and little does he know but and little do we know that he's actually been led there by the American government in hopes that the Predator kills him. Yeah. But then he kills the Predator. Yeah. Quite, so quite easily. <laughs> quite easily, yeah. A little, a little too easily. Yeah. But maybe this was the teenage Predator. Maybe. <laughs> but it just kind of plays with that expectation of like the Predator was supposed to was supposed to massacre this man and he did not. Yeah. 
and I guess it's I don't know it's you can't really rationalize it because it kind of just comes it down to being oh this is the way the writer wanted it but mm. you get the sense that like he he came in with resources to the jungle whereas Arnie was didn't know what he had ahead of him in the movie I guess yeah but Arnie came in with a crack team of special operatives. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't know what they were dealing with. They're, and half of them were like, we don't believe that there is anything here. That's true. But still. That's I'm... that's the in-comic kind of reasoning. Okay. Yeah. Or that he had some moments to prepare. Yeah, he's Batmaning it. He's ba- <laughs> Yeah. Preparing for every possible scenario. Yeah. Is, I there guess... a, is there a Batman versus the Predator comics? There is, yeah. Really? Yeah. Should have done that. No. We did the comics that we did. Um, so kind of flipping to the other side... You were so mad when you said that. Because um, <laughs> I like these comics. That's true. Uh, how does kind of this comic do the same? And how does it build off that, I guess? You're talking Archie? Yeah. Well, like it's got the element like they do. There's an incredibly graphic panel. Um, and that that's kind of the, the alarming part of it. Because even when they say that this is a Predator comic set in the Archie universe, universe I was kind of expecting that it would still like there wouldn't be blood yeah and then there's blood and there's heaps of blood, there's heaps of blood. <laughs> yeah. there is a there is a scene in which i'm just going to show cohen there's a scene in which blood literally drips onto them oh my god yeah i um, kind of reeled back at that one and then this, no, no one kind of makes no one kind of made comment on it and then it cuts to the predator up in a tree with two skinned two of their friends skinned and the skull and spine trophy yeah. so like it's this. That's getting. It's got all the visual elements. It's, it's got, got the skinned and the, the skull and spine. Yep, and it's in the shadows, and it's like. I think this kind of does as much as I love that massive boy predator reveal of the other comic. Mm. I think this reveal is a bit better and a bit more in the tradition of the aliens comic we talked about last week. Of them just hiding, yeah, and constantly watching and like adjusting their. What's well, yeah? It makes total sense that they would pair aliens and predators together for that. Or like a crossover, yeah. Movie, like, yeah. Two Wait, did classic. They, did yeah. they make an AVP? Oh my god! Great acronym. Um, I'm just trying to think of something else. To say. Like, this does the infrared um, really quite interestingly early, yeah. and quite interestingly, but also like it uses this emoji form to kind of give indication oh, yeah. of what the predator, the predator is, is saying because he's a teenager. He's a teenager, so it's got like <laughs> skull and crossbones and gun. Like, it's just. And he, but like also this is he's so um, weirdly expressive, the predator. The predator. Yeah, they've given him a lot the, more. Kind the of like, the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but then like even like the the framing context of this story with the beauty contest is so great and has like establishes all the characters and what they're all about before you get before you drop the predator into the mix. Yeah, but just like. These are very fully formed characters they're as well. They're very fully formed and also like they're... Because they're, they're, they're archetypes. Yeah, exactly. These are not like... Like this is the classic Archie thing of like Betty and Veronica both like Archie. Archie's yeah. a total fuckboy. Yeah. And seems to relish in flirting with and kind of like making out oh, with yeah, both of them. Oh yeah, he's polyamorous king. Yeah, he's not polyamorous. He is a fuckboy. <laughs> By the end of it, like he he like kisses Betty because he's like, "Oh, you poor thing," and then Veronica's like, uh, uh, "Excuse me." I know it's <laughs> super toxic. Um, and then Jughead's he's like, "He's a polyamorous king," but he's mm, okay. 
you're giving you're giving Archie like way too much leeway. Um, <laughs> he's beloved by all. It he, says so in this comic. He does. He is beloved by all, and like. Betty and Veronica turn into kind of protect Archie at all costs. Mm. They say, like, what if there's this kind of indication that, like, Archie needs to survive because it's almost like they know this is his comic. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they talk about it. He, like, has, to he has to survive. Like, and, they, and there's always these kind of, like, lingering um, sentences where they say, like, but if Archie dies, dot, 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 yeah. like, as if, like, will we cease to exist? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, are we that's somewhat point. bound to this earth by this person? Like, yeah, that is a good little meta point without um, being, like, Punching you in the face with it. Yeah. Um, that, I'm just that's looking my, at the page. That's my smart moment for the, for the pod. I really like that. I there's a that. There's a Cohen's good giving, Cohen's giving me a little round of applause. As you deserve. Nailed it. Um, there's a good page right at the start, which kind of introduces these like archetypes of what every character is. When the Predator, th- sorry, the Yautja ship arrives on Archie World. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Earth uh, Arch. Earth? <laughs> <laughs> Arch Earth. Where, where they think it's a shooting star and it lands and they all wish for something, which is very, like, that that gives you all their characters within one bit. Yeah, because Veronica wishes for flawless victory. <laughs> Archie wish, wishes for a memorable holiday. Jughead wishes for an all-you-can-eat buffet. Betty wishes for Archie. And but it's, it's in, like, it's in love hearts. Veronica wishes for flawless victory, which is great. Reggie. The, Reggie wishes for third base. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cheryl Cheryl wishes for death to the proletariat And that's the second proletariat um, joke <laughs> that this comic makes The Alex first can be, get on it The first is when Cheryl says, oh, hello, proles Yeah, I was wondering And I that. stopped and went, did this Archie comic just make a proletariat joke? <laughs> Jesus um, Yeah it's also- Maybe I gotta read more Archies then, I don't know I think it's funny how horny this po- this is And like, there's oh my so God. many kind of like Dick jokes and it's. I just never. I like. I genuinely. This was not a world I. I knew much about. No, like, no neither. And I just. I knew that Archie existed, but I never thought like. Because I remember, like, I think a few years before this, Chris Wade had made Archie cool again. Mark Wade. Mark Wade. Sorry. Yeah. Well, they talk about it in, in the foreword. Yeah. Um. How they, he, they made Archie hot. And then a year after this, the CW makes him hot mm. in TV. Hot yeah. Archie. Yeah. Hot Archie. I'm just saying they're all really hot. Oh, there's the there's the nerd kid who is weirdly horny for his telescope. Yeah, but then he's also weirdly horny for well, not weirdly horny. He's horny for Betty. Uh, horny on main. He's horny on main for Betty. Yeah. Um. So much so that he makes a an Archie suit. Another little weird meta thing of just like yeah. everything revolves everything around is Archie. Archie. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he has a mech Archie suit. To mech come Archie the that, that also seems to be programmed to love Betty because it says Betty cuddle. Um. <laughs> Yep. This comic, this comic is insane. It is an insane comic, but it, it's good. Um, Jughead big. gets, like, absolutely murdered and his head is put in a vending machine. Um, it, it, yeah. <laughs> I'm just... I'm, I'm literally just flipping through it right now and I'm just like, this is... So, it, yeah. oh. it, in, in comparison, it, it is quite hard to compare these two comics. But, like, there are similarities, but... Like they're both trying to do very different things. No, but they also but they, they execute kind of similarly in the end. But I also think they like they execute what you said. Like they your thesis statement. Yeah. Um, was is it, it applies to both perfectly? Of having a predator completely derail the pro- the plot. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's weird. But with the Archie versus Predator one, it's they derail their own plot because like they're only in 
spring break for like a day and then they go, we yeah. miss our home. Yeah. <laughs> and they bring it back to green. It's That's another like weird little meta thing. Where, where they like the real world out there. It's like when you go like kind of venture past the map on a video game and the video game starts to like, yeah. like deconstruct and you're like, oh, I wasn't designed to leave my area. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. It, it feels like Alex DeCampi at every point where there should be like a horror trope coming in keeps being like, no, nope, we're going to swerve back around on this one. Yeah. God, I'm, just, I'm just looking through it. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like, and I, I was thinking about this as well because I wasn't sure if my thesis works for other horror tropes. I don't think it does for aliens because that's quite core to the plot. Mm. And then building off what we what we might be talking about in the future, Terminator, what? that's also quite central to the plot. That doesn't derail it, I think. Yeah. Kind of. But still, like... This, like, especially within the first Predator movie, it is established that there is a whole other thing going on with, like, the Vietnam War. Or, no. No, it's just in Central America. Central America. But, like, yeah, exactly. The Predator comes into it, like... And completely shifts the movie. The movie movie would continue. Yeah, without the Predator. Without the Predator. That's the thing. And it would be a pretty decent movie. Yeah. But the Predator comes in and it's like, why don't we make this a Predator movie now? Yeah, where you can't have that with, like, the Terminator or Aliens. Yeah. But you... But the only kind of like, my only... And, and yeah, that works with these comics where if the Predator wasn't in this Archie comic, it would just be an Archie comic. Yeah. If Pres- Predator wasn't in Concrete Jungle, it would just be like a police drug procedural. I guess so. But like, I guess my only kind of like rebuttal to that with Concrete Jungle is that by making him Dutch's brother, yeah, they've inexplicably kind of like, not inexplicably... um. Quite intrinsically yeah. tied it to the predator regardless. Yeah. I but in saying so. that, but like his focus, his focus only changes when the predator arrives. Yeah. Cause he's not aware no. of what happened to his brother, but he knows that something's wrong and he's got this kind of weird sense throughout the comic that like, like he's saying like the, oh, the sky is changing and like, this feels weird. Like there's this idea that they, everyone, f- know, everyone yeah. knows when the predators are around. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all shimmery and shifty. But totally. But I think like I think there's absolutely <laughs> no, a, there's I, I absolutely a comic there without the predators. And yeah, it's, this, it's a it's a hard boiled cop drama about two two detectives, one who's just cannot wait to get for, to retire in three years and get his pension <laughs> yeah. and get the fuck out of New York. It's pretty good. I and like one Rish. and one who is just a like a total psycho, <laughs> yeah. um, taking down drug kingpins, and who is just so jacked. And then the yeah, the Archie comic is the 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 comic is they go to spring break and they have. A nice time. Yeah. And then come home because they miss Greendale. Yeah. And then uh, I'll get murdered. Yeah, then they yeah, then they don't get murdered because there's no predator. <laughs> well, yeah. But they continue to make Archie comics. They continue to exist in their <laughs> weird ecosystem. Yeah. Um, well, actually, one thing while I'm scrolling through this Predator comic, um, the Concrete Jungle. Yeah. They, they have a weakness to water? No, no. The water just makes you see them. Oh, okay. Because they're invisible. If you like splash water on something, you can gotcha. You can see yep. obstructing. Yeah, um, yep, I gotcha. No, that would be that would be pretty dumb. If <laughs> their weakness was water. <laughs> when I read that, and because they kind of talk, I think in this comic about how they have no weaknesses. I love like yeah, but and then <laughs> and then I saw the water bit, and I was like, oh. In terms, there, of- there are some good one-liners here as well. When he splashes the water on him and. John Schaefer That's- says, this is for wrecking my Sunday and this is for the Yankees. Yeah. understand <laughs> what the Yankees one is. Um, in terms of like, so we've now talked about two kind of iconic uh, killers, like sci-fi killers. Mm. 
these and the, the the idea is that both like alien the xenomorph and the predator are like kind of the, the ultimate killing machine like one's the ultimate killing machine and one is the, like the ultimate hunter yeah like the the difference is that the predator has kind of a moral code almost or like an ethical code no it doesn't what or an honor code let's say it's that. got it's got a perverse honor code yeah dictated by it yeah um but D- dictated by how much fun it's having, basically. Yeah. I don't know. It always just seems like the Predator is slightly easier to kill. Yeah. Well, I, this is such an interesting thing because I remember this like... in like, interesting, prim- just, interesting for the real people or interesting just for you and me? How could I tell you the answer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> back at like when I was in like high, like primary school even and like this being like, you know, school kid talk, you know, who would win in a fight? Oh, Alien schoolyard talk. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We all remember it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where it's kind of like um, back back then, uh, I, I believe one of my friends, I can't remember who, was like, "Yeah, obviously the alien would win because its head is a big penis," <laughs> and the predator is the opposite. You saying its head's a big vagina? Yeah. That's very heteronormative of us. That is very um, heteronormative. A- anyway, we've we've come along we've way since that. Yeah. <laughs> some of the energy of these comics have that kind of. Yeah, well, like I personally think the alien is stronger because I think it is the alien... because it, it is it's relentless. It is. It's yeah. It's as discussed. Superman can't talk sense into it. No, God no. Um, but he could talk sense into a predator. I maybe bet. I should watch those AVP movies. I I I I have not seen them. I can't con- comment on that. Mm. Other than what I just did for some, um, I think the only the only reason. thing I know about them is that like it's revealed that the predators created the aliens um, as like training. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, that's not Lis- as cool. Listeners, let us know. Let us know. Is it cooler that one or is the original actual alien um, origin much 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 cooler? <laughs> um, have a guess which one I think. You're talking about the engineers? I'm talking about the engineers. Um, anyway, circling back. Circling back. I, f- I feel like I derailed you a bit. And I'm sorry. That's fine. I think I'm thinking we should jump to our puppet panels. I think this episode's a mess. <laughs> I had a really hard time with the... Every time I came up with one for Archie... Archie another Predator, one would another come up one the next up panel. That I was like, oh, that's really funny. That, and that oh, cycles really back to good. what I was saying where Alex DeCampi is just li- a mile a minute delivering puns and like... I think I know bits. what yours is, so I'm going to select a different one. We're not we're not syncing up today. No, I think I just know. Interesting. Um, but let's do our Predator Concrete Jungle ones first, because I think they're going to be slightly um, less fun. <laughs> I think mine is. I've done a vibe comic, a vibe panel. I love a vibe panel. It's a really like innocuous one. It's kind of towards the end when Shafe is coming back back to the city and he hijacks the helicopter and he says he says he he holds a gun to the pilot's head and the pilot is just the most kind of like late 80s um grunt like he's got his aviators on he's got his aviators on he's kind of like a little bit skinny but he's got that like he just looks like every soldier in an 80s um military movie do you want me to read this out um i will okay uh says you got to put on the voice chef says no, I'm not going to put on a voice. Are you going to put on a voice? I was going oh, okay, to. Okay, you go for it then. Hi, where are we? <laughs> well, okay. That's a good question. Is is Shafe Austrian? I guess so. Because like Arnold is. So, yes. Arnie's Austrian. But there's absolutely no... This is what I'm saying. This is what I said at the very beginning. This whole thing about... They're he's like, an American He's man. an American hero. But he just has an inexplicable... <laughs> Aust- that inexplicable, the right, right sense there. Inexplicable Austrian accent. 
well, <laughs> barely got that out. But um, so he says hi. Where are we headed? And then the the pilot says Pan Am building. There's a helicopter there. Heliport. <laughs> I don't think you need to read that bit. He just explains where they're going, and then Schaefer replies with groovy. groovy. <laughs> that is pretty. Good. And it just got me. I don't know. It tickled me pink. Um, what's yours? Uh, mine is kind of vibey, but it also is in classic Rowan fashion, like a, a big moment. Uh, it's this, the predator arriving uh, in the invasion and saying, mother of God. Because <laughs> yeah, that, That's like a classic cr- predator trope as well, where they kind of mimic human speech. They bit. mimic, okay. That must have been in the half of the predator that you didn't, didn't see. Yeah, full um, disclosure. <laughs> I started watching Predator last night and I was so tired and I fell asleep on the couch and I missed half of it. So one I'm of the kind of sorry. You're doing so well. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm um, a hero. One of the iconic bits at the end of the Predator movie is just as about uh, just as the Predator is about to blow himself up, he starts laughing like a human, which is very creepy. Oh, really? Yeah. That movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's really good. And so, whenever they do these, like, kind of mimicking human speech bits and that, you can just hear, like, it's almost, like, filtered through, like, a radio kind of static, the way that they speak. It's very, yeah. very creepy, very scary. I didn't like when he laughed. Well, that's actually one thing that the um, the comics just cannot do. True. Is the the, the, the weird little, like, oh, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that the Predators do. The, the lettering in this panel has these kind of weird symbols around the side of it, which I guess... Is the... Yeah. Yeah. And whenever they go in infrared and it's like... Yeah. Great podcasting. <laughs> Vibes. Uh, anyway, Archie. Archie, yep. All right. Mine is this one. Damn. It is. Because this was the first one that I saw. So, this is, for context, this is Pop of Pop's Diner, a famous, like, Archie institution. Like, it's their, like, local soda shop. Uh-huh. Shop with a P, P-E. Um, nice. Shopper. 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 <laughs> but they're <laughs> back from um, their one night of uh, spring break and the Predator has followed them and he shoots he shoots the um, shop owner because he has a knife because he's about to cut the cake. And he shoots him in his head and it's just like the artist um, having... The, the lettering is great. Splut. But it's just like, it's a full page, sorry, sorry, half page of just his head exploding. You can see his eye. You can see everyone's shocked expression. And, and uh, Alex so DeCampi ca- has these- it's so cartoony. Yeah. And it's so good. Has these such good like subheaders for each chapters. Yeah. Each chapter, sorry. Where this one says to live and die in a small town. And it's so just, funny. it's so pulpy. I love it. Um, that's mine. We'll put it up. It's, this one might be like almost like a content warning. Um, yeah, maybe. For our, for it's graphic. Our, it's graphic. I wanted to highlight a couple of moments where they reference the movies first. Okay. Yep. There's this one where Jacked Archie and the Predator grasp hands. Well, see, like that's the, the one I dead set thought you were going to do for your panel. I thought that was going to no, be your no, panel. No, 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 oh. no. I have another good one. And then there's uh, this bit where uh, Betty and Veronica are on the floor and uh, Betty says, Ugh, you are one ugly melon farmer. That's funny. But they don't say... Motherfucker. Bleed. If it bleeds, we can kill it in this one. I think they do. Do they? I can't remember. Anyway. Anyway. My actual perfect panel. Yep. Is a is a funny Rowan one. Vibes. It's uh this bit where they kind of first identify the predator, um, Betty and Veronica, where Betty has recorded it on her phone, and she says, "Betty, it's horrible. We're being hunted by ninjas with terrible hairdos." 
<laughs> I can just see you in your house reading that and, and then just going. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. That was me like every page. Alex DeCampi. Oh, that's good. I, I, there's so many I just want to shout out. Like this one where she says, please don't kill us, please. My daddy has lots of money. Yeah. It's the use of daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like that the Predator wears Betty's um, Lucky Scrunchie. Yeah. So it's, it's like not even mentioned. It's not mentioned. Oh. Uh, anyway. This bit where uh, one, when they're attacking the Predator and it says that a guy says, your mama said it was your birthday. So I got you a present and he pulls a grenade pin. Yeah. And he turns into an action hero. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> um, oh, God. There's also a funny moment where the um, all three characters of color oh, take, yeah. take leave because they confer with each other and decide like, no, this is a horror film now um, and we all die. So we're going to... Because we are people of color. Because we are people of color. We always, we notoriously die. So we're going to go. And yeah. they, but they have a little, like a little... Powwow weather. Like, where they, they talk about, they're like, you know, we're going to go. We're they're like, this here. this uh, predator is out to get Veronica. We can leave and we'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. So I... I think I think this edges out on top over Concrete Jungle. Oh, big time! This is not even edging out. I read this and I was like, "This thing rules. This yeah. thing wins." I think like, like even even to the curriculum. Well, yeah, that's it. Like it it does the themes. It's additive to and both. Most, not only the curriculum, you're like added thesis statement. I'm yeah, it does. Th- that I said better, thesis yeah. statement this episode maybe eight times. Yeah, but it's good. It's a good thesis statement. Um, I don't. Yeah, I think like but like on all counts, this thing. As pulpy and as fun and as cartoony as it is, it does exactly what we need it to do. Yeah. Which is... And I'm not saying that... It's not like Concrete Jungle takes itself too seriously or anything. It's it's, a, it's an action movie. Yeah. And it's got a lot of good action um, kind of like storytelling beats. But this is just fun. I kept meaning to bring it up during the episode as well. But the Predator movie does not have a ton of dialogue outside of its one-liners. Mm. The Concrete Jungle comic by Mark Verheiden... Is so much narration. Dense. There is so much going on. Oh, when I opened it up, I was like, "Oh, it's, it's this is gonna be, be a slow it's one." Gonna be one of these ones. <laughs> yeah, there's so much internal monologue that I'm just like, "That's not the point." Mm. They, these characters are all id. Yeah, but that's what I say. Like by 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 having a character that is by design connected to the previous story. Yeah, you take that away. Yeah, because he is. Now investigating, he is connected. He, to he has more of a. He's got more. He's got more motivation. He's got more at stake. Yeah, and it's not. It stops being circumstantial. So yeah, anyway. Archie versus Predator. Yeah, the it's unexpected good. winner. It's a good. No, I I, I kind of was expecting it to be honest. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, we'll quickly flash the socials. You can find us at Pressing Issues Pod on Instagram, Pressing Pod on Twitter. You can find me, Rowan K. Grover, on Twitter and Instagram, jbrown1991 on Instagram, Cohen DeGroot on Instagram. Email us at pressingissuespod at gmail.com. Please do. I would love to see an email that is not from Twitter in the future. Just anything. Just honestly. Literally God. anything. Just emails. Hi. Yeah. I Hello. would love that. That would be great. Make my day. Um, yeah. And what's, yeah. What's, uh, what's coming up? We got next, we've got um, Terminator. To mine and So we're finishing our um, our horror trilogy part three. Part Terminator. Three. Row C. Row C. Terminator. Okay, I don't know. I don't understand the row C. Did I say row A in the first ep- in the first? <laughs> row one? A was mentioned at some stage. Oh no, that That's was a mistake. A, no, it wasn't a mistake. All right. Anyway, yeah. we love you guys. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank See you so much. See you in next two week weeks. or next in two weeks. Bye. Bye.